Chapter 6. A Light Goes Off. I was in a bad spot. Stuck in a cave in Peru with no way out. No way to contact the outside world and no companions. What was I going to do? I had enough water to drink for another two days, maybe three. I had only a small bag of granola and an apple. If no one came to rescue me, I was going to die. I found it humorously ironic that I went there searching for light, and yet there I was, stuck in and likely to perish in darkness. In my quest for light, I had spent the better part of the year studying esoteric texts, and one such text told of a strange tribe of Peruvian Indians that amazingly only required one quarter the amount of sleep of civilized humans, and it was reported that they almost never stopped smiling. These people never fought, and they never experienced jealousy. Men and women would share their partners freely with other members of the tribe. I thought it could just be cultural conditioning, but then again, it could be light. I had to find out. I took a leave of absence from my professorship at Columbia University Medical School in the psychiatric department and flew down to Lima. The only way to get to this tribe was by a harrowing propeller airplane ride, and I took it, saying my prayers the whole way. During that flight, I thought of my beloved Captain Kleiner and tried to mimic his calm ways on our old submarine. It didn't work. But fortunately, I arrived safely and quickly ingratiated myself with a joyful tribe of energetic people. Interesting stuff, Dr. Messerschmidt, but this isn't helping me sleep. I don't remember the last time I was this agitated. What's going to calm me down? Here's the weekly reader. Maybe calling one of the 1-900 numbers from these ads will help me relax. Get tired. This Lola looks like a nice lady. Maybe she can talk me to sleep. Hi, baby. This is Lola. What's your name? Brendan. That's a sexy name. You sure do sound sexy, honey. Don't. Thank you. You too. What are you in the mood for, sexy Brandon? Well, I, I can't sleep. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Does something have you all hot and bothered? As a matter of fact, yes. Hmm, what is it, baby? Dr. Miller. Oh, is that your sexy doctor? Well, he's not bad looking. A little rat-like, to be honest. So Dr. Miller's a man? Yeah. Oh, you're freaky. No, I'm not freaky. It's that Dr. Miller helps me. And he's missing. I went to his office the other day for an appointment, and he wasn't there. So, I found out where he lives, and, and neither he nor his wife were home. Are you sure you're not freaky? You're getting with Dr. Miller and his wife? Lola, you've got the wrong idea. This isn't about sex. Okay, so how does this Dr. Miller help you? He keeps an eye on me. 
when I go into the isolation chamber. Lula, no. Honey, you know this is a sex hotline, right? I'm starting to realize that. If you aren't a horny baby, then why'd you call Lula? I just need someone to talk to. I think you can sense that I'm all wound up. Relax, baby. Relax. Tell all your troubles. I'm worried about Dr. Miller. Why would he be missing? My thought is that the name list got to him. Who are they? Well, it's kind of hard to explain, but they're a group of people, or, or maybe just a couple of people, I don't know, who want to change the course of human history by taking light out of the world. What do you mean by light? You know what, Lola, I'm not exactly sure, but I know that I'm light, and they want to get rid of me. Oh, I can't see why anyone would want to get rid of you, baby. You sound so harmless. Yeah, well, maybe I am. I, I don't know. But to add to my stress, I think I have to do something that I have no idea how to do. I have to bring light into the world. That's what my friend Sam says anyway. But you aren't even sure what light is. Exactly. But now I'm haunted by something that an ex-girlfriend told me in a vision I had in one of my early experiences in the isolation chamber, right before she died. She died? At least you did in my vision. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. It's okay. She and I were pretty incompatible. What did she tell you? She told me that I'm sensitive. And I have to use that sensitivity to save the world. That's a tall order. I know. But I'm thinking that maybe what she was saying is that I need to bring light into the world, you know? Whatever that means. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Why did you start seeing this Dr. Miller in the first place? I, I can't really remember. I think I got a flyer in the mail. Okay, but what about the flyer appealed to you? Well, I, I thought it was a way for me to collect my thoughts. I, I was feeling compelled to do something, but I, I didn't know what. And I basically felt like everything had already been done before, that my voice wasn't needed. No one wanted to hear it. And so I just wanted to relax, forget about my voice, shut the voice up. And lately, voice has been quiet. I've been at peace. And Sam telling me that I need to bring light into the world, well, that's disturbing the peace. He's the fucking voice now. Okay, but you know you're needed, right? I guess, but what am I gonna do? I don't know, baby. 
You're just going to have to figure that out. Fuck. But you know what all this talk about light is making me think of? What? When I was a little girl, I was really scared of the dark. And I couldn't sleep when it was time for me to sleep. And so my dad would stay up with me and ask me, Lola, sweetheart, what's so scary about the dark? And I told him it was my thoughts. I'd have scary thoughts. And so he told me that he'd do the thinking for me. He'd say, I'll be the voice in your head so you don't have to do the thinking. So close your eyes and listen to me. And I'd close my eyes and he'd start talking. You're thinking that you're sleepy. And you're feeling very sleepy as well. And in your mind's eye, you can see light. You see a bright light. It's warm and inviting. And you aren't afraid. You feel very brave, like you can do anything. And all the things you can do come to you in ways. You can climb a tree and look out over a big gigantic field. You can swim in the ocean as far as you like and as deep as you like. You can breathe underwater. And you see all kinds of underwater plants and fish and rocks. And the whole time, the bright, warm, inviting light follows you and keeps you safe. And you're thinking that you're getting very tired and you feel like going to sleep. And he'd go on like that till I fell asleep. That's really nice. So, Brendan, now that you got me, you feel like getting off. I'm getting pretty sleepy myself. I think I'll just go to bed now. Okay, baby. But if you ever feel horny, you know who to call. Thanks, Lola. Arizona Medical Board Investigation Division. This is George Murphy. George Murphy. I'm sorry, who's this? You don't recognize my voice, George? I'm sorry, I don't. Think about it, little buddy. Um, Corey? Who's Corey? He's my gay nephew. Do I sound fucking gay to you? I don't know. I don't make assumptions about people's lifestyles based on how they sound. Fuck you, George. You know who this is. Remember the little paperwork mix-up I paid you, engineer? You sure as fuck recognized my money back then. Oh, Jesus. What do you want? I'm not taking your money this time. 
Yeah, well, it's me who needs money this time. Don't your employers give you enough? What were they called? The untitled? The nameless. They let me go, so I need work. Have you tried Burger King? Yeah, and they said I was overqualified, but I'm sure with my background, I'd make a good medical board investigator. Well, uh, we're not hiring, sorry. Oh, bullshit, Murphy. Think about it. I could tell your boss all about the little favor you did for me, then we'd both be out of work. <sighs> Please don't. Okay, then what do you say? All right. You start Monday. Great. Can I wear shorts? No. And then I guess I have some shopping to do. I like going to the mall anyway. Lots of Mexican cuties down there. You know the mall I'm talking about? It's off the 60. No. Goodbye. Who is that, boss? Oh, uh, that was just a new hire. I didn't know we were hiring. We're not. Your assistant said you wanted to see me? Yes, Julia. Please sit down. What's on your mind, boss? You're on my mind. You're on my mind, too. That's sweet. You know who that actually was on the phone just now? He's someone I met a few years ago. I was having some financial troubles, my divorce, you know. And he showed up here and told me he'd pay a good amount of money if I'd make sure the medical license of a certain doctor in the area was revoked. What doctor? And why did he want his medical license revoked? He wanted it revoked so that he and his employer could put pressure on the doctor to do something they wanted him to do. And his employer was the Nameless Corporation. My God. And the doctor was Dr. Miller. And I took the money and I did it. I made it look like a paperwork mix-up. Sweet Jesus, boss. I know. So that's why I wanted you to investigate that Sam guy when he started asking about Dr. Miller. My past had come back to haunt me, and I wanted to keep a close eye on the situation. Didn't you think I would find out eventually? I don't know. Maybe in the back of my mind I thought you would, and it would make you think less of me, and it would let me completely off the hook. Off the hook for what? Off the hook from, look, I'm, I'm called to you, Julia, my heart. It's tuned to your frequency, and that scares me. Why does that scare you? Look at me, Julia. I'm a divorced, bloated Irish bureaucrat, and you're a brilliant, attractive, unique young woman. I can't imagine why you'd want me, and I figured that if we got together, you'd snap out of it one day and leave me all alone. And at my advanced age, I don't think my heart could take that. But I love your bloated heart. I know, you said that before, but now, Julia, I'm choosing to believe you. Forget what I said before. I, I want to try a relationship with you. That is, if you don't hate me for what I did to Dr. Miller. I don't care about Dr. Miller at all. I believe that fate would have found Dr. Miller and put him together with Brendan no matter what. In fact, I believe you were the instrument of God. You do? Nothing happens by accident, boss. Julia, why in the hell do you like me so much? Because you remind me of my father. Oh, Jesus. 
he was a big fat Cuban man who served coffee out of a truck to government employees in downtown Phoenix. He died when I was just a teenager. He was a really nice man. And so are you. Well, I'll take it, I guess. So, what do you say we close down the Miller investigation and I take you out to Tomaso's? That sounds really great, boss. Hold on, let me take this. I'll give you some privacy. Meet me in the parking lot when you're done. This is Investigator Castro. Julia, it's Sam. Oh, hi, Sam. What's up? I have a proposition for you, Julia. Okay. Remember how we took the light pills and we had visions of past lives? Oh, I didn't take that all that seriously, Sam. We were on drugs. But it felt so real, Julia. Yeah, it did. Well, I just uh, got an advance from Caravan Publishing to write a book about past lives. Congratulations, Sam. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to approach Calvin Shade about getting more light pills. And I'm going to give the light pills to people and record their experiences. And I'm going to research their past lives and verify them. Oh, wow. That sounds like a lot of work. I know, but that's where you come in, Julia. It is? Yes. You're a genius investigator, and I, I want to use your skills to investigate people's experiences and prove that past lives are real. Oh, Sam. What do you say? We could travel to faraway places and to libraries and archives and look into these experiences. It would be a lot of fun. Oh, Sam, I don't know. I've got a lot of work here, and I just started a new relationship. Oh, with Don Mario. With Don Mario. Oh, I see. Well, that's great news. I know. Wow. I, I'm really happy for you. That's, that's great. Beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you, Sam. Well, never mind then. I'm sorry, Sam. I can maybe recommend another investigator to help you if you'd like. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe. I'll let you know. But your book sounds like it's going to be really great. Sure. Yeah, uh, oh, hey, I, uh, have a development in the Dr. Miller case. Dr. Miller's gone missing. He has? Yeah, so maybe you'd want to come meet me down at Miller's office and look for clues. Well, we've actually closed the investigation. Oh. Yeah. Well... Never mind that. Um, I guess I'll, I'll just help Brendan look for him on my own. Sam. Yes, Julia? I think your book is a really good idea. Stick with it and stay out of trouble, stay clean. 
You'll be okay. Right. Of course. Thanks. There's a force greater than you guiding everything. You have to believe that. Sure. Right. Look, I have to go. I, I have a frozen pizza thing on. Sounds nice. Goodbye, Julia. Goodbye, Sam. Sam, you fucking idiot. Thinking you could compete with fucking Don Mario, you fucking retard. This is Sam. Samuel? That's right. Do you know who this is? No, I don't. Surely you recognize my voice. I don't, and I'm not in the fucking mood to play games. I just had my heart handed to my ass. I'm so sorry, Sam. But I have some good news for you. This is Calvin Shade. Jesus. I understand you want my light pills. How did you know that? I have my ear to the ground. Then uh, maybe you heard I love my friend Brendan, and I don't want anything bad to happen to him. Nothing bad will happen to Brendan. At least not anything that's of my doing. Though, maybe he'll hurt himself attempting more performance art. I had to get my head examined for wheeling and dealing with you, motherfucker. But I've got 500 bucks with your name on it in exchange for those pills. I heard it was more like 1,500 bucks. Well, you can't have all of it, you prick. Relax, Samuel. Relax. I don't want any of it. I'll give you the pills for free. What? What's your play, Shade? You aren't gonna swap out the light pills with dark ones, are you? Don't worry. My girlfriend ran off with my dark pills. I think she went back to New York and is trying to sell them to Pfizer. What? You could say I've had my heart handed to my ass as well. Feels bad, right? Huh. It feels like shit. Yes, Sam, you and I are in the same boat, and I don't want to hurt you or Brendan or Dr. Miller, and I don't want a dime of your money. I just want it. I want you to have the light pills. Go write your book. Blow the world's mind. Thank you. I don't really know what to say. Say you'll come pick them up tomorrow. I'm clearing out my office. I need to get everything out of here before the subleaser moves in. It's a pet grooming operation. I'm not too skilled with uh, putting fake eyelashes on iguanas. What will you do then? Oh, I think I'll take a long vacation in Mexico or Southern Europe. I'm on the lookout for a new muse. Fine. I'll be by tomorrow. Great. So you didn't do anything with Dr. Miller? I have no clue where Dr. Miller is. He probably took a long vacation as well. He needed one, that's for sure. 
Let me ask you something. Fire away. I'm an open book, Samuel. What was happening to Brendan in that chamber? His visions told him all about the Nameless. And the Dolphin Man. I don't know anything about any Dolphin Men. And the isolation chamber is just a tank with salt water in it. Then how did he pick up on the Nameless? I don't know, Samuel. Maybe he walked by our office one day and saw the sign out front. Some unconscious memory got dislodged. The mind is very susceptible to suggestion. I know that now. I see. So you aren't committed to darkness anymore. I'm not committed to jack shit. I have to recalibrate my, my whole outlook. Do you think there's a force greater than you guiding things? It's a big question, Samuel. I believe in the weather. If you're asking me about God, I don't have a fucking clue. I hope so. Yeah, me too. Goodbye, Samuel. The pills will be waiting in a box for you in my office. Just come on in. The door will be unlocked. Shade. I still believe in light. I'm glad you do, Samuel. Goodbye.